Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. A shift of power has already begun. A great reversal will be celebrated. A new era is here. The Spirit of Truth, Holy Spirit, is on the move. Remember last week, I told you about how a spiritual awakening was moving across our nation. And it was moving across primarily in colleges and universities. I shared with you about Asbury University, the revival, which started, it started on February 8th, and it was in the chapel on their campus. And as a result of that February 8th gathering with those students who had just a regular chapel service and gathered afterwards and they were praying and they were seeking God. As of today, over 50,000 people have attended the revival of they've been a part of the move of God at Asbury University. Now, there were no big names. It wasn't an organized agenda. It wasn't any programs, no formal presentation. It was just people, primarily the, the young people, the students, worshiping God, singing, praising God as the Holy Spirit was in their midst. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, as I discuss this with you, this is the scripture that's coming to mind. He says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Did you hear that? So whether you're at Asbury University, whether you're in your home, whether you're at a sports gathering, whether you're at the mall, it doesn't matter where you are. When the Holy Spirit, he decides that it's time for a great awakening, it's time for revival. When his spirit is poured out, all the earth responds. This past week, I was listening to an interview that was conducted by Joshua Giles, who is a man of God and a prophet of God. He was interviewing a man of God by the name of Ty Tribbett. And he asked him what was revival. Actually, Ty Tribbett just shared what was revival. And he said, a revival is when it's faceless, because when it's faceless, we can see the face of God. Did you hear that? Remember earlier I said there were no big names. There was no one who was leading it of fame and of fortune. And so what Ty Trippett was saying is that when it is faces like that, we can see the face of God. And then he went on to say that when certain things affect your life, that hit your life unexpectedly, that's revival. And when those things hit your life 
unexpectedly. He said, you get a chance to see how believers, believers in the Lord Jesus, how they respond to it, how they handle things like illnesses, how they handle crisis, how they handle financial challenges. He said, that's revival. When you see people of the body of Christ experiencing those things, but they're experiencing it by the Spirit of God. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation is time to get up. Revival for our time. Let's take a look at the word revival. I went to the Strong's Concordus. And whenever you look at something in the, in the Strong Concordus, it gives you that word by number. And so in the Strong Concordus, I looked in the Greek. Because you can look in Greek or Hebrew there. But I looked in the Greek. And it was Greek 330 was the number for it. And the word revive in the Greek is anathalo. And you spell it A-N-A-T-H-A-L-L-O. Again, it's an athalo. That means revive in Greek. And the definition of it, to revive, means to thrive or flourish again. Did you hear that? So when we're speaking of a revival, what's taking place in the revival is the Spirit of God. He is bringing people back to life, bringing people back in a place, and for those who didn't know him, those who were unbelievers, he's bringing something to life that was dead inside of them. Did you hear that? Jesus, in the book of John, chapter 11, verse 25, and I'm going to share with you the New King James Version of the scripture. Jesus had just come to where Lazarus was, and he was just told that Lazarus was dead. And he was speaking to Lazarus' sister, Martha. And this is what he said to her. Again, John chapter 11, verse 25. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, yet he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Did you hear that? When Lazarus' sister, Martha, had mentioned how long Lazarus had been dead and that he would be smelling when Jesus asked where he was, Jesus made it very clear to her that he's, he's the resurrection. He can bring something to life again, something that was dead. And he's speaking to us today. And I'm talking about time to get up. Revival. He wants to revive some things inside of us. Those of us who are of the household of faith, bring it back to life. Bring it to the level in which it should be for this era, for this season, for this time in our lives. And for those who don't know God, those who don't have a relationship with him, he too draws to somewhere where a revival is taking place. Or he comes in the midst wherever you are. And he revives that which is dead. 
talking about. Time to get up. Revival. Now, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 1 and verse 2. And I'm going to read you the New Living Translation version of that scripture. And it reads, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Did you hear that? For those people who are unbelievers, and in this case, Jesus is speaking to those who once were unbelievers, but when a person is an unbeliever, does not believe in Christ, they're dead because of their disobedience and their many sins. Some translation says you're dead in trespasses and sins. And when a person is an unbeliever, they live in sin. And some refuse to obey God. And when they do that, they are given their lives over to the commander of the powers in the unseen world or the prince of the power of the air or Satan. And so revival is so important because it can bring someone who is an unbeliever, who are dead in their sins, who've given themselves over to the prince of the power of the air, who are disobeying God. God can bring them to life. Like Jesus said, he is the resurrection and the life. He resurrects, he brings to life that which is dead. And so it's very important when I say it's time to get up. Revival. God is on the move. And that's what he was showing at Asbury University and other universities and other places. And my prayer is that he will reveal himself he will pour out of his spirit in our homes, whether we're at home or not, wherever we are, at the mall, in the grocery store, in nursery schools, preschool. We're going to start seeing little children prophesying, laying hands on people, little kids, two, three-year-olds. There's nothing too hard for God. And when God is reviving a nation, reviving a culture, reviving a people, that, that's for everyone. He's no respective person. In other words, you're not too young or not too old for the spirit of the Lord to revive you, bring something inside of you to life that will glorify him. Talking about time to get up, revival. This is a revival for our time. See, we've heard of other revivals that's taken place in the past, but God is moving now. Whether you want to call it a great awakening, Again, you're waking up. That's why I say get up, wake up from your sleep. You be either way, whether you want to call it a great awakening or you want to call it a revival. Its foundation is the Holy Spirit moving as he sees fit in the lives of those that he chooses to draw nearer to him. Now, with a revival, with, with the Holy Spirit outpouring himself. It's more than just coming to a particular location to experience something. It's a transformation of your heart. 
It's recognizing your condition. It's me recognizing my condition and crying out to God. And then our inward parts will be made whole. Talking about time to get up. Revival. Let's look around us. Let's take a look at what's happening around us. The environment that we're in, in our nation. And for those of you who are in different nations, take a look around at what's happening in your nation. Because the things that are happening now are happening on a worldwide scale. In other words, the financial situation we're in, the recession, when things are much more expensive, that's taking place all over the world. Shortages of goods and services all over the world. So whatever nation you're in, take a look. Hear me as I speak. I'm speaking to everyone, regardless of what nation you're in, regardless of what state you're in, even in your own life. Take a look around you. Let's take a look at the sky just here in America recently. Two weeks ago, we had a China spy balloon that was shot down that was in our sky. It had been there for, it seems, several weeks. And so our military shot it down, the the China sky balloon, and then immediately afterwards, a few days afterwards, there was an unidentified object in the air that they shot down. In other words, in, in other words, not only did they shoot down the China balloon from the sky, but they also shot down three other objects. So the following day, there was an object that they shot down over Alaska, and then there were two other objects. So these are things that are happening in the sky above us. And they call them, the other three items, they call them unidentified objects that were shot down. And we're still waiting to hear what's happening there. Talking about time to rise up. Revival. That's what's happening in the sky. Now let's take a look at what's happening in the land. This is just a paint a picture of the environment that's all around us. That what's happening in the world around us and why it is so critical for us to get up, rise up in revival and declare and decree what God is saying about your situation, regardless of what's in the sky. And let's take a look at what's been going on in terms of all around us here on the ground. We've had in less than one month, five train derailments here in America. Now, one of the ones that's more prevalent that you hear about, first one was the one that was on February 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio. And that's when there were t- toxic chem- chemicals that were wasted in the grounds and, and, and they had a, a fire that they let burn out. And as a result, the people were experiencing the results of the, those toxic fumes. Uh, many of the fish were dying. They felt their throats were, 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 were scratchy and they were, their eyes were burning. Just, just the effects of that. They're still facing that, but it, it now they do have water assistant, different things that are happening. So that's in East Palestine, Ohio. Then on February 16th, we have in near Detroit at Van Buren Township, there was another train that, re, that derailed, and it was from North Fork Southern Train Derailment, from North Fork, that's the name of the, of the, of the company, the, the train company that, that uh, these trains are coming from. 
and they had liquid chlorine that spilled. That's on February 16th. Then we had three others. We had a, in Nebraska, a coal train derailed. That's in February 24th. That happened, which was actually it couldn't be February 24th because the day is the, is the 23rd. February 14th was the date for that one. And on in South Carolina, that was a train that derailed from CX, CXS transportation on February 13th. And then Union Pacific train in Splendora, Texas in February 13th. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because we have to pay attention to what's happening around us and know that God wants us to speak to these things, to speak order in our land, to speak decency and order in our land, to speak that the people of East Palestine, Ohio, the people of Detroit, the people of Nebraska, the people of South Carolina and in Texas, that peace be still, that God will reverse the effects of these things that are happening, that God will help us and give us the wisdom to push back things that are coming from the kingdom of darkness. Talking about time to get up revival. See, revival is just not experiencing the Holy Spirit when he comes in a way that he did at Asbury and other colleges. Revival is when you rise up and you respond to what's happening around you with the word of God. That's how you get up and that's how you revive a nation. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that the United States of America is in alignment with heaven and no weapon formed against this nation, whether it's something coming from the air, whether it's something coming from the sea, whether it's something coming from the grounds, no weapon formed against this nation shall prosper. And every tongue that rises in condemnation against this nation, we as the people of God shall condemn. And we decree and declare we're in alignment with heaven. What heaven says about America, we say about America. And we say that America shall be saved. And there will be a divine turnaround in every segment in this nation. A shift of power is coming. A great reversal is coming. And we will be celebrating because we will know this is the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. Amen. So how are we to live in these conditions? We're to get up and we're to live in revival. We're to live in the light of Christ. Romans chapter 13, verses 11 and 12. I'm going to read you the Passion Translation of the Scripture. And this illustrates how we're to live. To live like this is all the more urgent. For time is running out and you know It's a strategic hour in human history. It is time for us to wake up for our full salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Night's darkness is dissolving away as a new day of destiny dawns. So we must once and for all strip away what is done in the shadows of darkness, removing it like filthy clothes. And once and for all, we clothe ourselves with the radiance of the light as a weapon. Did you hear that? See, in the book of Romans, chapter 13, and usually the book of Romans, uh, chapter 13, is called the love chapter. And it goes, it talks about what love is. And as it continues to talk about what love is, it tells us how to take on 
how God wants us to clothe ourselves with love, which is described early in this chapter, and also in his light, how Christ wants us to, be, to live in his light. Because it is an urgent time. That's why I say it's time to get up. In the scripture, it says, it's time for us to wake up. And it said, it's all the more urgent for, for time is running out. See, as we see all these things that are happening around us, we are, we are excited, those of us who are in the household of faith, those of us who believe in Jesus, because we know as these things happen around us, his return is near. But while his return is near, we are, we are to still live in the light, clothe ourselves with his glory, clothe ourselves from the inside out with what his word says and decree and declare the word of God over our nation, over our lives, over our family over our neighbors, over our community. And so this scripture is so strategic in this because it says night darkness is dissolving away. See, the darkness, you have the darkness. And then right before, right before the light comes, it's really dark. You see that. And then the dawn of a new day comes. And that's what we're in. We're, we are experiencing, yes, the darkness with the spiral and things that are happening in the sky, things that are happening on land, things that are happening in the water, things that are happening we don't know about. But we know in whom we believe and we know who ultimately will have the victory. Talking about time to rise up our revival. I want to speak to those today who never even thought about their lives in in terms of it being revived. Even if they don't know God, they never thought about that they were separated from him in sins and they were following the enemy, the prince of the power of the air. And I also want to talk to those who are in the body of Christ, but they know they're not where they should be in him. I'm going to begin with those who don't know him. If you know that you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus and you know he's drawing you to him, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for speaking to me today through this message. I know it's time for me to get up and to be revived or brought back to life. I believe that Jesus died for me on the cross. And I believe that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you today, if I may be a part of your family, save me from my sins and make me a part of your family and revive everything, bring everything back to life. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing me in your family. Amen. Now, for those of you who are in the body of Christ, but you know you're not where you're supposed to be, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know I heard this message today because you're speaking to me and I need to be brought back in relationship with you. Please forgive me for turning my back on you, for living my life my way. I will get up. I will surrender and submit so that I can be revived. Thank you, God, for loving me enough to draw me to you this day. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis's New Creation. And remember, Phyllis's New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, time to rise up. Our revival. 
came straight from the heart of God. He wants us to know that this is the time that he is here. Regardless of what we see, regardless of what we're facing, he is here and he loves us. And he wants to revive everything in our lives and align it with him. For those of you who like to hear Phyllis's new creation and don't know how to find it, I'm in Google Podcast and you can just search for Phyllis, a new creation. And you can search for it in Google and it'll pop up and then go up to the podcast and click on subscribe. That way the messages will come to you each week. And for those of you who'd like to sow into Phyllis a New Creation, I have two ways you may do so. The first way is I have a cash app and my cash app is dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. Again, that's dollar sign P-A-N-E-W-C. And for those of you who like to Send a, a, a question or a comment. You may write me at Phyllis, actually, email Phyllis, P H Y L L I S A N C at gmail.com. Again, Phyllis, P H Y L L I S A N C at gmail.com. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every soul that heard this message today. And I pray that every one of us, God, will open our hearts up to wake up, as you said to get up, as you said, and be revived again. And for those who up until this point didn't have a relationship with you, God, I thank you for them, God. I thank you for drawing them to you. And I thank you, God, that they are now in the family, the household of faith. Amen. Have a wonderful day.